everyone and welcome back to a Res Life podcast. Uh, today I am joined with Anna and Radu. Hi guys. <laughs> I don't know what brought me to that one, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, as always, we're just going to go through where we're from, um, what course we do and how many Easter eggs did we get this week. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I guess I'll go first. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's how it usually goes. Okay, so, hi guys, my name is Radu. I'm a second-year engineering geologist at the University of Portsmouth, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm originally from Romania, however, because of my parents' work, we kind of traveled all over the place. And now I'm in the UK for my second year of studying engineering geology. I feel like I just said that. Um, other things about myself, I I don't know. I'm not an interesting person to be honest. Uh, but That's I'm fun. I like to think. I like to think that I'm fun. And yeah, that's that's it. How many eggs? You missed the vital question. Oh, how many <laughs> eggs? Yeah. Well, I didn't actually celebrate Easter. Now I'm gonna celebrate it in about weeks because of my religion which is christian orthodox and however i got two chocolate eggs from one of my friends two from one, one person them, yeah two Wait, from one lo- person it's one of those it's one of yeah it, and it was one of those chocolate eggs with cream inside and was mm. delicious yeah that sounds fun yeah anna do you want to go next yeah, hi, I'm Anna, I'm from Hertfordshire, I'm a final year law student, and I got four eggs, four. I know, I've got, I've got a big family, wow. I get, well, not including the, the lint that my mum got me as well, that, because <laughs> I thought that's not an egg, but I get one from my nan, um, one from both my aunties, and then one from my uncle. That sounds amazing. A lot of eggs, yeah. Oh, and I got a a lint bunny as well. God, look at me. Oh, look at that. Drowning in chocolate. I actually am. I don't know what to do with it or probably eat it. Send some to me. Yeah. You'll see why in a minute. You only got one, didn't you? I did. I got one. (laughs) You got one? Thanks, Mum and Dad. Yeah, they got it off oh, of Amazon. They got it off of Amazon as well. <laughs> oh, what sort of egg is it? It was a white chocolate Oreo one. Oh, wow. That Can you say Oreo really or good. Oreo? Oreo. Oreo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we had the discuss- this discussion about a few weeks ago. I don't know, did we? Oreo. I say Oreo. <gasps> we. I swear to God we had this conversation before. I can't remember if we have or not. We did, about like a month ago, I guess. Oh. But anyway. Do I just say things wrong? Yeah. Why do I say Oreo? It's Oreo. Oreo. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, I don't know. I used to say things really weirdly when I was growing up, like tablets uh, rather than tablets and like towels. <laughs> like I really used to pronounce like syllables. <laughs> Still do. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Radu. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I always say your name really wrong. <laughs> I I feel no. I mean, Anna used to say Radu. No, and it sounds that, like yeah. That, it this it does. That, I I thought I pronounced it right. <laughs> I've been getting no. tips off of Anna. <laughs> Wait, I say Radu. Frankie says Radu. Oh, oh, so it's the other way around. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I thought Anna was the one who said. No, no. I I always have to practice with Anna before, so I don't. You don't say have it to wrong. practice. I do like, now. I, don't I always feel bad. bad. I always feel bad. Don't feel bad. It's your name. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, not it's like, like it's okay. A, it's not like the word tablet where I. Who cares if I get that wrong? And this is your given name. I I really don't mind to be honest. Hmm, okay. But I'm going to say it correctly from now on. Yeah. But if I don't, please don't. Okay, I won't. Um, 
No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Anyway, um, I'm Frankie. <laughs> um, I'm from Kent. I'm also a final year law student, and like we've already established, I only got one egg this year. Sad times. Heartbreaking. <sighs> the joys of growing up. Anna, when you reach 22, you'll understand. Well, I won't get four eggs. I'll only get one. No. Maybe even when you reach 21, you won't get any. Because you're not even 21 yet, are you? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This song from Katy Perry just came into my head. It's, it's that song with, I don't know about you. That's Taylor Swift. Yeah, what did I say? Taylor Swift. Maybe. Oh, it's Taylor. Oh, sorry. Oh, they're both the same. Um, Tell about to yeah. the Swifties. That song. That song. And the kid. Is it Kitty Cats? Is that oh, Katy Perry? No. To be fair, I've been to a few Kate Perry concerts. They're, they're quite good. Oh, I'll go oh, wow. show you know. I've never been to a concert with Katy Perry, to be oh, honest. But I was, you're I missing used to be out. a massive fan. I used to be a massive fan. Well, clearly not if you got her song wrong. Well, no, listen, Frankie, don't interrupt me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when she dropped in 2017, I believe, yeah, it was 2017, she dropped this album uh, where she had like a lot of cool songs. Mm-hmm. Like Swish Swish and other songs. <laughs> but I can't remember one of them now, any one of them. Anyway, it was a cool album she dropped, and I stayed all night to wait until the album dropped Did on you Spotify. Actually? Yeah. <laughs> I went and to I that couldn't tour. I mean I went and I had I had my GCSE exams the next day and I was really tired. I was like I, I had my maths paper one, I remember. And I couldn't even hold my eyes open because I spent all night waiting for the album. And then from the album, I actually um, I listened to it for like hours that night. But anyway, I'm really going off the subject. No, that's a current world affair. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking <Anyway>. news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Katy Perry hasn't released an interesting song in years, to be honest. But that's just my opinion. Mm, that's a statement. That is controversial right there. <laughs> um, Anna, would you like to read out the lovely paragraph that you made um, okay. four months ago, maybe? Yeah. So, Rest Life is a free 24-7 confidential welfare support service. I should really put a comma in somewhere there. <laughs> based in Bateson, providing support for all students both in halls and private housing. Triage will be in your halls or online. We'll be going back into halls shortly, in a couple of weeks, presumably, mm-hmm. Frank? Yeah. Yeah, but for the moment online, um, at least once every two weeks, as well as online events throughout the week, which can be found on our Google Calendar. Res Life teams are available throughout the day and the events and triage are hosted by RLAs who are also students, so have first-hand knowledge of university life. Find us on social media at UOP Res Life on both Facebook and Instagram and if you do need to contact us, our phone number is on our MyPort page or alternatively, you can email us at reslife at port.ac.uk. That could be one of the last times you ever read that. Is this the last radio show of the no. year? No. I won't be the last time I ever read it. I always get made to read it. No, I'm going to pick on everyone else now. Oh, you've, okay. You've done your turn. Thanks. <laughs> so, although you might have to read it in the very last show. Because it's either I have to read it or you have to read it, and I'd rather you did it. Is it just us two in the last ever show? At the beginning, oh, it's it is. Oh, the goodbye one, yeah. Oh, goodbye one. <laughs> no, I'm going to cry. Let's move on quickly. <laughs> Um, so today's topic is current world affairs or current events around the world, current news, whatever, however you want to say it. But um, first we're just going to go through what is going on this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're first. But I feel like we should run through the events that are going on this week. 
Oh yeah. So on Monday, on Monday there are no events in any of the halls. Well, we I think people wouldn't realize that by now. <laughs> However, on Tuesday we have How's It Cooking, which is gonna be on our Instagram page. It's gonna be a live video, and obviously it's gonna start at half past seven, and uh, it's gonna be for all of the halls. Um, side note, that was actually yesterday, um, but yeah. you can catch it on our IGTV, which is also on our Instagram, <laughs> so you can still watch it today. <laughs> yeah, we're just, just not going live, through all the events that are taking place this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. On Wednesday, today, um, we have a study tips for all halls, which is held on Google Meets. Am I saying Thursday? There's nothing on Thursday. <laughs> and on Friday we have Art Night, where we're going to do egg painting over Google Meet. So you guys can join us from your kitchen. Uh, and obviously that's going to be for all of the halls and it's going to start at half past seven. All the links for, the, for joining the Google Meet can be found on the Google Calendar for Rest Life. Just to note as well, egg painting is not exclusively for kitchens only. <laughs> you may participate in any dining rooms. <laughs> you can do it in your bedroom. It's really, it'll be sanitary to do it in the kitchen. What if they have an art <laughs> studio? We don't all yeah, have art studios. Some people I mean, might. Well, the upper class. Um, So yeah, we're just going to go on to just talk about current news, the current world. Yeah, it's it's really been a full week, to be honest. Yeah, it has a little bit. Um, Loads of things started, yeah. I've just got got a few questions for you guys first. Do you keep track of the news? I actually do, as in... Every morning, uh, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is check my phone, check Facebook, because on Facebook I follow some news publications and some news channels, and well, obviously, just getting my. Do you do world news or do you do like your native? I do world news. I do. I have. I have the uh, Euro News app, which is sending me notifications of everything that's happening all over Europe. And I also have the BBC app, which is also sending me notifications. But yeah, I'd like to keep informed of everything that's going on. However, I do focus on uh, uh, local news as well. They're gonna take that are taking place here in Romania because right now there's so much going on with the vaccine and also the political uh, things that are being developed. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time, like every breakfast, I'm having breakfast in front of the TV and watching the news. That's me at lunch, that's me at breakfast, and that's me at dinner. I just enjoy watching the news. Okay. What about you, Anna? Do you keep track of the news? I like to think so. Like, probably not as religiously as Radu, but <laughs> I, do, I do check like my news app. Probably like once a day. Yeah. Um, watch Good Morning Britain in the mornings. Oh, I like a bit of Good Morning Britain. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, social media seems to be quite a good platform for keeping track of the news as well. So I guess you kind of, you see what's going on without maybe intending to see what's going yeah. on. So you just kind of stumble across it a lot of the time as well, whether you're actively seeking to find out what's going on or not that's exactly how i keep track of the news (laughs) i literally don't watch the news i don't read any news articles or anything it's literally just scrolling through facebook and i see a news article has popped up and i just read the heading or instagram is notoriously famous for lad bible (laughs) not that that i like lad bible that much because some of their um Things are a little bit biased, but you know, hey ho. Um, but yeah, no, literally, I think I just keep track of it via social media. Twitter is a big one, um, but I don't really go on Twitter as much anymore. But yeah, I only keep track of the news that way. I think. 
unless my mum t- and dad tell me something or like someone has told me something then I might go ahead go and research it or there might be a podcast that I have to make and I'm forced <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. go on to BBC News <laughs> and see what's happening <laughs> I mean, to be honest, um, in my family, it's actually the other way around. I'm the one who tells them what's going on. Well, that doesn't surprise me if you're sat in front of the telly all day watching it. (laughs) I don't sit in front of the telly watching everything. I I spend half an hour for breakfast, half an hour for lunch, or half an hour for dinner, something like that. Uh, So overall, somewhere around two hours I I spend watching the news. Uh, And the rest of them is just Netflix. Wait, they just repeat the same things, though. Surely you're just hearing. Well, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the 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 evening news I usually repeat in the morning as well because nothing happens Mm. overnight. Uh, But it's 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 nice because I'm actually changing the channel sometimes, so I have a different perspective. As in, the information is the same. It's just the it for me it really matters how. The news anchor, for example, is delivering the information. Whether they're biased, whether they're not, they're they're hiding something from the from the public. So, I really, I really watch, for example, local news stations. I even watch the ones that everyone hates, so I can actually gather a, a lot of information. I can form an opinion by my by myself. Mm. But anyway, yeah, it's like in the U.S with Fox News and CNN, some people are refusing to watch Fox News, I would watch everything so mm-hmm. I can form an opinion by myself. I do think some like news outlets are really biased. Like like I said, Lad Bible, I mean, I wouldn't really call it like a news outlet per se, but it does report on things. But there are some things that they're... Like, for example, they posted the other month about an elephant that is in um, a zoo in the UK called Longleat and it basically was calling this elephant the world's loneliest elephant or the England's most loneliest elephant because she's on her own but they don't go ahead and do any research into why she has to be on her own like she literally cannot physically be with another elephant she hasn't seen another elephant in over 30 years so and like she's got medical problems that would prevent her being with other elephants. And so everyone, they were promoting a petition about sending this elephant to an uh, elephant sanctuary, which hasn't even opened yet. And so, um, yeah, that was one of the things that really grind my gears, is I think is the best saying, and how they don't research into it and it's just bias, like seems bias all the time. But yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you guys find out about the news? Well, we know Redu finds it from TV, social media, news apps. <laughs> I think not news friends apps. or family. <laughs> no. Do you read the newspaper? No. No. I mean, that's, that, why that would surprises I? Me. Why would I read a newspaper when all of the information is available online? I don't see. I I see newspapers as being dead. I mean, they are pretty much dying now, aren't they? My mum and dad still buy newspapers. Yeah, so I sometimes. That's so vintage. (laughs) 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 You just called your parents old. (laughs) I didn't call them old. I call them dying vintage. (laughs) Yeah, it probably is an old-fashioned kind of. I mean, my dad's still always got BBC News up on the computer, but I think, yeah, they still buy newspapers anyway, but sometimes I'll read, like, the front page of that or whatever. Mm. But apart from that, I'm very much TV or social media or just the news app on my phone because I get notifications from that, so... It's not annoying. My dad goes off, like, every five minutes... And it's the mine same news be... over and over again. <laughs> yeah, mine don't seem to be that common just when there's something, like, groundbreaking. Oh, okay. Maybe you can set it to, like, just brand new news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's mostly social media. Sometimes friends and family, where they're just like, oh, have you heard? And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the gossip kind of thing? But, um, 
it's like today my housemate sent into our group chat about the under 30s being offered an alternative vaccine to the AstraZeneca one so like I had no idea that that was happening until she sent that um, what type of news sticks out to you the most like what what is it that I don't know what what's the main type of news that you enjoy reading or if you was to look up the news what would you want to look up kind of thing I feel like for me it's gonna be anything political because obviously I'm involved on the local political scene here in Romania and for me it's really important to keep track of everything that's happening mm. so I but however I am I enjoy in particular really deep political analysis or describing a politician's uh, way of dealing with uh, vaccine um, vaccination all over the Europe yeah. so that's something which I would be interested in or an analysis of how a, a person is dealing with politics as in that's just something which I really enjoy reading about politics I mean yeah politics is a fish but that's I really enjoy it and I, I enjoy reading about it but sometimes when I want to chill out for a bit I put on a nice podcast on Spotify and relax for like two hours or, or whatever it is I even like even when I'm driving now I don't listen to music anymore I listen to podcasts which I it's really strange but yeah. the ones where I am yes <laughs> In the ones where, do you where I am, yes, I do. I do, I do. Do you? Oh, I don't, I do I've do never listened to one. I've never listened to one back. <laughs> I just upload I them and like hope that they've recorded. I don't feel like you should be saying this on camera. Is it? <laughs> on, like... I just can't, I just can't dread, I, like, I dread listening to myself. Oh, I and it just, I don't know, I just get really cringed out, like, straight away. That I'm just like, yeah, that recorded. Same. Let's just... <laughs> stop that upload it so no. i have no idea if it stops halfway through or anything <laughs> but it makes me glad that you've listened nah, to it's all right it's all it's all good so but then i, I, I do enjoy future. i do listen to the ones where i'm in so i can evaluate my performance do you actually yeah <laughs> that's the politician in you yeah <laughs> how can i improve next time <laughs> oh well <laughs> Um, Anna, what type of news gets to you? Gets to you? Like, I don't know. Gets to me. I think in terms of, like, what news sticks out, it's probably, it sounds really depressing, but I feel like negative news and bad news seems to have more of an impact than good news, which is a shame, because I guess because there's more negative news out yeah. there than there is positive. But see, if somebody said, like, tell me one thing, you... you knew that you learned from the news today would probably be something negative or depressing rather than something <laughs> positive yeah. i think that's normally what sticks out to me is the depressing bad stuff because there's just more of it but it appears to be that that on my kind of news platforms anyway yeah i agree like mine is where i'm where we do law and stuff, all of like the crimes and unfortunately the murders. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I guess they stick out. Like the whole like Sarah. Um, oh, what's her surname? <gasps> yeah, um, like her one obviously. Even as just being a woman, like sticks, and you obviously can't relate to the point where she's unfortunately been murdered, but you can relate to the point of where you don't feel safe just walking home in a sense but um yeah like there was a, there was one the other day where a woman an elderly lady got mauled to death by two dogs and it's like that one obviously is going to stick to you because i don't know obviously it's not it's not nice to read and, and like it does make you feel sad because after all like we're dog we're dog owners as well so it's like your dog would never do that and it's a shame yeah. that some people bring their dogs up to make them react in a certain way because no animal is like that unless unless it's been brought up like that 
and I stick mm. to, I will always stick to that. Obviously, it's natural instincts if they're threatened, but I doubt the lady, the eighty four year old lady, was threatening them. But um, yeah. yeah, like like you said, um, the ones that um, don't really um, that aren't very nice or whatever always will stick out and make you yeah. remember them more. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, does anyone have anything else they want to say before we move on to the different types of things? Nope, I think we should, I think we should crack on with the highlights of the week. Okay, um, so these are just ones that I've found. Um, so under 30s are now offered um, an alternative to AstraZeneca jab, um, because obviously... There has been a lot of speculation that the AstraZeneca um, vaccine has caused uh, blood clots where at the end of March, 79 people had suffered rare blood clots after the vaccination and 19 of those 79 have unfortunately died. So um, there is no actual proof that the blood clots has been linked, but it just seems to be a very good um what's the word i'm looking for a trend yeah yeah like a coincidence that it's always been pretty much not straight after but a few few days weeks after having them all having um the vaccine i mean like i've said i've i've had that jab and thankfully i'm still there so whether they all had underlying health conditions as well or um I don't know. No one really knows, I guess. But I think they've put. Have they put a pause on the AstraZeneca jab vaccine? What do you mean? I know. By that? I know Europe, Europe have. Have. Well, Europe have stopped. Did yeah. I don't oh, think. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, they might. Because yeah, I know that. Because it says on this news article that I've um, that I read. I've literally got it up next, um, like on my screen. It says like if you've already had the second um, jab. Well, first jab, then you should go and still have your second one because obviously the first yeah. jab hasn't done anything. Oh, here we go. Um, so Denmark, Latvia, the Netherlands and Norway have all stopped giving the vaccine. And then France, Germany, Finland, Lithuania, um, Sweden, Iceland and Spain have all restricted it by age. So no one over the age of... Um, some countries are 55, some are 60s, 65, 70s, aren't allowed it. So That's weird, because this country's done the opposite, where they've said young people yeah. aren't allowed it. So, yeah, I don't really I feel like, get that. I feel like it really depends on the country. But then, for example, back in March, so mid-March, that's when the majority of the EU countries, they stopped administrating the AstraZeneca jabs as in all over Europe as in only the the only there were only three countries in the whole EU that actually continued to give out the AstraZeneca yeah and then the European agency it came out and said no the AstraZeneca jab is all safe there's nothing to worry about and that's when most countries actually restarted their vaccination with AstraZeneca. However, it froze there for about two weeks. Uh, and now I know that it's actually restricted in some of the countries, as Frankie said previously. However, for example, here, I had the first job with AstraZeneca about three weeks ago. And I'm having the second job on the 14th of May. And yeah, I felt like I felt really bad the first day after I had it, as in really like muscular pain, and I even got a fever. However, it was all over the next day, so it only lasted one day, really. Um, however, I felt really lucky to have it because right now in Romania we have the whole three vaccines, and next week they are gonna introduce the Johns, the one from Johnson and Johnson as well. Which is which only requires one dose, which I guess is really, really important for some people. Um, and now, for example, this week, so just this week, so that's only three days. 
about in Romania about 200,000 people cancelled their appointment for AstraZeneca because they don't want to get it. Yeah. And I see no link there. As in, I feel like that's really something which no one should be doing mm. uh, because at least in Romania there is no case of thrombosis caused by AstraZeneca. But people are really anxious. However, from my point of view, and that's just my personal uh, view, is that this vaccine, AstraZeneca, has been approved by various uh, well-known scientists. So people actually tested it. People know what they're doing. I don't feel like we are in the position to say whether this vaccine is safe or not. I feel like we should, uh, we should, we should just stay in the experts' hands, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if there, if you haven't had any sort of reaction from the first one, other than like you said, like um, muscle pain or like I got really, I just felt really exhausted the whole time. Uh, and then had a massive lump and bruise for like I don't know a week um I think then what's stopping you from having the second one like if you know that you haven't had a reaction from the first one then there's no point wasting that first dose because you can't have you have to then have another jab after the 12 weeks if you don't have it within your second dose within 12 weeks like that's such a waste of a vaccine that could have gone to someone that dessert or like needs it and stuff like that i don't know but yeah shall i move on to the second one yeah let's let's crack on um so this was one that i saw earlier as well which i think is really good um so the cost of changing your legal gender um ha- has now been like agreed to be cut to less than 10 pounds in the uk so at the moment it is 140 pounds to um apply to have your legal gender changed um and obviously um there was i think there was a big um protest where um people are like support transgender and people and stuff like that and make it lower and so the government have announced that they're going to make it around five pounds for someone to apply to have their legal gender change, which I think is really good. Thoughts? <laughs> Pay for it at all? Yeah, I, I do. I do That's get that. But really it's, I think it's because you've got to pay for everything to be changed so because it's on your birth it'd be on your birth certificate so essentially it's paying for you to have a new birth certificate created i think you have to even pay to have a birth certificate costs basically that's all it is yeah literally and someone's got to i suppose it's like paying someone's wage to change it as well but um yeah i just think like even changing your name i think is about 140 pounds as well um so it's like at least they now get to yeah i don't don't really know why they charge so much for a bit of paper (laughs) i guess but yeah it's just like a cost of modifying this information on their database i guess yeah but still like less than 10 pounds that's that's like three meal deals so that's really nothing what's Um, around five pounds is but the heading says oh so that's one meal deal and uh and And a a chocolate but then i feel like i feel like it's a really massive step forward because changing your legal gender is still illegal in some countries even Mm. in europe so having it so accessible really in the uk is a really a step forward and i feel like it's a new it's a new peak that we that we as a community reached by introducing such law yeah 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 but then honestly like i i I know nothing else what to say about this i mean it's great it's great news yeah i think it's like a step forward for um those that may not have the financial because obviously you can get you can change your gender via the NHS. So for them to then have to pay out to change 
their legal documentation to say I am legally the other gender or whatever. Because um, it ov obviously means that it's legal documentation for applying for a new passport, applying for a new driving licence. Yeah. Like, and, and that you also have to pay for all of those to have to pay for a new passport and a new driving license as well so i suppose it all adds up at the end of the day just to change your legal gender so um for it to just be five pounds i think is really um like trans inclusive so well done the government for actually doing something correct <laughs> um so my next one is brazil's daily uh covid death has uh, risen to four thousand uh deaths in 24 hours which is the highest so far so unfortunately there is now i'm, I'm assuming a, a big outbreak um for brazil um and apparently their doctors their hospitals are very much um overcrowded yet the government haven't decided to put any restrictions or lockdown in place what what good i don't know what the like vaccine program how it's i'll see if it's on here how it's going in brazil if at all but i think that's got a massive impact on death tolls and because you've obviously in this country our daily death toll seems to have decrease but that doesn't that hasn't changed the amount of people yeah. that are still getting it i guess You're i getting... feel like the main problem for example in brazil is obviously not having restrictions in place and uh, now with the vaccine being out as international internationally the vaccine is accessible uh, personally i don't know what their vaccination campaign is like there but i feel like the problem that not only brazil has is that a lot of people believe, oh, the vaccine is out, I can now enjoy life as before, it's all going to be fine. No, it's not going to all be fine if you don't get vaccinated. And people are forgetting the rules, they're not, they stop wearing masks, and they feel just, they just feel tired of all of this. We're all tired. But there's nothing else to do, as in, we, have, we still have to be cautious, even, even after you have your jab. You still need to wear a mask. You still need to social distance until that we have that 70% of the population vaccinated. Yeah. Um, so there apparently has been um, detected 92 different variants in Brazil. And that has caused a massive spike and in infections and deaths in the rest of South America as well. Because obviously they're, they're not like the UK where we're borderless like we they are literally connected to so many different countries um so yeah so there's 92 different variants apparently um and since um about april last year the death rate has continued to go up there has not been any downfalls at all it's just been a steady upwards unfortunately so um, and they've actually had the second most highest death rate in the world. So United States has had 555,000 people die and Brazil has had 332,000. So they're clearly not doing anything um, or like they're not they're not looking at other countries seeing how they tackle it or anything like honestly i, I think everyone that, should just do what brazil does <laughs> i think the, she should the just kind be the president of, of the world the wealth distribution in brazil is probably a big yeah. part in it as well because you've got such a big divide between those that are filthy rich and those that are extremely poor yeah and they all live they all live on top of each other in some areas yeah, don't they yeah like you see their houses literally on a mountain side completely on top of each other so i suppose social distancing in in a country where they're not as developed as what say like we are or america is that 
their COVID rates, I guess, are going to be a little bit higher. Saying that, though, that doesn't mean that we've, like... Oh, yeah, we've, we've done just as bad. When you look at it that way, it's kind of like, well, why has the UK been so bad? Because mm. it's obviously such a wealthy country, and yet the, the death rate is still up there as one of the highest in the world, and it's like... Yeah. There's so much more that could have been done, I guess. But what can you do now? Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add? No? Okay, so my next one, which I saw first thing this morning on social media, is that Kim Kardashian West has now joined the Billionaires Club. So since the last time Forbes magazine looked at the wealthiest people, it was last October, and she was worth a total of $776 million. And she has now um, it's been reevaluated, and she is now worth her net worth is now one billion dollars. <laughs> what would you guys do with a billion dollars? <laughs> I feel like the starting question for this should be how she made this money. Well, it's because um, of her due to her. So it says um, her cosmetics and clothing companies played a big part, but also her income from being TV endorsement deals and investments um, have made her stand. I mean, because this is this is just her net worth, but she's married to Kanye West. They're not divorced yet, so none of his money has gone to her yet. Yet, okay, <laughs> but because how I saw it before is that Kanye West was the rich one, as in the much richer guy, because oh, well, yeah. he invented Easy's, and Easy's are now a huge thing. Mm. But Kim Kardashian, I know that her only, the only source of income would have been from social media and TV endorsements. No, she ha- she has got her own. Um, I didn't know that. She's I, got I, her... I, I just thought that's Kylie. Ultimately, though, it's her it's her name and her like oh, yeah. social media presence that has made those companies successful. I mean, I mean they've just they've just released the, the final Jordan. the final um, season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which I'm assuming loads of people would have been channeling yeah. into. Yeah, I guess so. Her clothing company skims. I mean, she charges like. A ridiculous amount of money just for underwear and it's yeah. kind of like really? yeah i don't i, I What's don't really makeup brand called kk kkw yeah but that again i've not i've watched all sorts of like <laughs> reviewing kkw makeup and it's nothing it's Special, nothing that yeah. you can't get for half the price so i think she's i don't know i don't really like them as a family which is it's the name though isn't it yeah like you pay for the name but it's like i was talking to my dad about it today (laughs) i was talking to my dad about it today saying like oh they really like like made themselves this massive empire like how kylie's now a billionaire kendall's modeling so she's a multi-millionaire chloe does whatever chloe does and <laughs> same with company like they're still millionaires and so's um chris but and my dad was like yeah but they came from money to start off with like their dad was yeah. such a wealthy yeah. man from being one of the best defensive lawyers in i don't know where los angeles i'm assuming um yeah so like it's not like they've Physically, it's not like they started for nothing. Yeah, it's not like they earned their money. It's their name and their Well, the thing is that I I, I don't know, to be honest. I don't agree with this. I don't fully agree with this. Because, yeah, her dad, I mean, Robert Kardashian, was uh, was a really uh, wealthy man. Mm. However, keep in mind mind that he passed away when Kim was around 20, something like that. So he passed away really young. and after he passed away, Chris Jenner, so the mother, she really couldn't afford to even keep all of the girls in school. I mean, because I watched this interview with her, because they were all in private school. And she, I remember how she said that 
she she had to get like three jobs so she can keep all of them in private school, which private school for six kids. Can you imagine that? Um, however, the really the breaking point where the family really took off was Kim Kardashian's sex tape. Yeah, that's how she started off, and following that scandal, that's how Keeping Up with the Kardashians came. Yeah, because her mother, so so Kris Jenner. I remember she saying, um, when the sex tape was around, she said, as a mother, I wanted to kill her, but as her manager, yeah, and you know, so she really knew how to handle it, and she didn't, re- she wasn't really affected that, well, I'm a mother, and my daughter has been filmed having sex, uh, she knew how to handle it, she made out of this scandal, probably the biggest capital investment in someone's image and then Kim Kardashian became a thing and she had Kylie Jenner then with Bruce Jenner and Kylie Jenner became a billionaire earlier than Kim Kardashian so this woman Chris Jenner the mother uh, she has two daughters who are billionaires yeah you have to think about it like this though Kylie Jenner literally became a billionaire after she convinced the whole world that a lip liner and a lipstick managed to get her lipstick when re or her lips really plumped when really she just had filler. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> the yeah. way she marketed her her brand. <laughs> yeah, it still sold after everyone after everyone discovered that she had filler. So, I didn't know that. Skincare now as well, doesn't she? Yeah. Like, I hear, like skin or something. Polar opposite reviews about Kylie. Yeah. Makeup on Kylie's skin. Like some people rave about it and say it's the best I thing think ever. It's like some products. Yeah. yeah. Some products are really good. Like I think her yeah. Kyleiters or something did really bad, and then I think she changed the formula and stuff like that. I hate that they use their name for everything. <laughs> Highlighters. Yeah, she literally made her brand off of convincing everyone that a lip kit could give them some plump, luscious lips. <laughs> but your father is actually right if you think about it, Frankie. Oh, my dad hates them. <laughs> she didn't she didn't start off with nothing, so she didn't yeah. grow the business from nothing. But she did grow it from like let's say one two million dollars what they were oh, yeah, worth completely. back then to billion to, to being worth one billion dollars. I mean, imagine to have that kind of to have that kind of brand, you've got to have money to start off with because there's no yeah. way in hell that you can just work that, a normal like, nine to five job. Yeah, yeah, to have a normal nine to five job and make all of those lip kits that sold out within a. I don't know, like 20 minutes or something, or whatever it was. Like, you have to have that money and that platform in order to sell out like they did. Like, you look at small businesses, small businesses put all their money and all their energy and effort into creating their products and doing, trying to do their own self promotion, where literally her name was her promotion. Like, it's really sad, but it's also like you look at it and you're like, you're in awe of it because you're like, wow. Only I had that name, kind of thing. <laughs> but wouldn't know yeah. what I'd sell though. But yeah, so um, Kylie, uh, not Kim Kardashian West is now a billionaire. Well, if she moved to the UK, then she wouldn't be a billionaire. She'd still be a millionaire, I'm afraid. But so. the money's worth the same. Yeah. Um. So my next one is Taiwan accuses China of vaccine diplomacy. Diplomacy. Diplomacy? Diplomacy. Diplomacy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, um, Paraguay um, said to China, give me, I will buy loads of your vaccines as long as you sever any ties with Taiwan. So obviously Taiwan is now not happy that china may be considering that so thoughts on that i mean this is the first i've heard of this sort of um, yeah, it, it was announced five hours ago <laughs> yeah well 
So it just says uh, Taiwan has accused Beijing of offering Chinese-made COVID vaccines to pressure um, Paraguay to sever ties with the island. So. Um, so, um, but China has um, denied using the vaccine to try and persuade Paraguay to change alliances. So... I don't really know what's happening with that, really, truthfully. But it just sounds like countries are getting a little bit greedy. Yeah. With these vaccines. Europe as well, isn't it? It's very much like, oh, you said that you'd give us this, and now you're not yeah. giving us this, and now we're going to do this. Like, it's, it's, it seems petty, doesn't it, for like mm. such important people to be having these kind of silly little he said she said kind of disputes yeah i think it's like um now that everyone can see that the vaccine is starting to work and it's possibly our well, it probably is our only way out unless there's loads more variants and our vaccines don't aren't vaccinated for those variants um i guess everyone's just trying to do what what they think's best for their country as opposed mm. to what's best for the world, in a sense. Because, obviously, now that people are threatening or, like, trying to make um, deals in order to get the vaccines, um, where they start, where they're saying, you need to sever these ties with this country, then, obviously, that could create wars. If I'm honest, it could. Because um, that country may retaliate in a way that, well, why have you changed your alliance with me? For this country which we don't like or whatever like it's basically picking sides isn't it which a bit yeah. childish <laughs> but yeah. yeah so that's that one i don't really know much about it but um the next one is one that i haven't really heard that much about honestly um i've heard a bit of it here and there mainly on tiktok if i'm honest um about stopping Asian hate in America. So yeah. apparently there has been a lot of attacks recently in America against Asian people. No one really knows why or whether there's like a group that has been formed to that hate against Asians, but um it's just racism, isn't it? People yeah. want somebody to blame for the fact um, for covid yeah covid related initially but then it's yeah. just spiraled out of control now yeah. um so the reason why i included um asian hate is because a like i said i haven't really seen much about it then again i don't really watch the news enough to see if there's been anything I mean, about I've, it i've only i i think it's bad because I've mainly seen it on social media and I haven't yeah. really seen much about it on the news and yeah, on the apps and things and that seems wrong. Like is why why is it social media and mainly young people that are pointing this out and not the big news outlets that seem to only be able to focus on one thing and one thing only in COVID. Like it 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 seems wrong that the only thing so, that I saw yeah. today about it, like I typed in Asian, stop Asian hate and all of this, and the only thing that I saw about it on the news of, like outlets was that a um, man in New York City, um, a, what are they called, door opener men? <laughs> you know, like hotel uh, yeah. door opener people. I can't remember what they're like bellboy kind of thing. Bellboy, that's what I was <laughs> But I feel like a doorman. A doorman. <laughs> Aren't they called doorman? Doorman. Yeah, I should go with that. We'll go with that. Um, he has now lost his job because there was a um, Asian hate crime where a, another man attacked a um, Asian woman right outside this hotel that he was being the doorman for and you can literally see him on the cctv just standing there watching so he has now lost his job and he is now complaining about everything um because he didn't step forward and do anything 
See, now, that's the thing with this. Like, I have to agree and I have to disagree. And I think that's me studying law, is that you they don't have a duty of care. I'm going all technical now. They don't have a duty of care to stop that crime. Like, if we saw a crime happen, you don't have to call the police or you wouldn't get in trouble with that because what if you're... Like, what if you went and helped and then it turned around that that man started attacking you? But I think it was the fact that this woman was literally on the ground, no one else was around, and this doorman literally just stood there and watched. I think that was mainly why he got fired. Like, there's literally a CCTV you can search up on the internet of him just standing there and staring at her. So I think that was mainly what the point was. But a lot of people were saying that um, he should have gone and helped her, but in a sense, I have, I do. Obviously, I'm like, oh yeah, you should have gone and helped this poor woman. Um, but if he was scared of being attacked himself, then fair enough. I, I mean, like you work in a hotel with people. I'm sure there's bound to be loads of people inside. You could have gone yeah. inside and asked for kind of a group of you to go out there, or yeah. you could have phoned the phoned whoever. It, you know that that you don't have to always be kind of active in your like interference, but I I think it's completely wrong to just to just be complacent and stand there. Like there needs to be some sort of interference, whether that be physical or not, whether you feel comfortable enough to do that. But and I think from the hotel's perspective, they were probably thinking, well, people are going to hear about this. They're going to then going to stop visiting us if we don't do something about it. So we're just going to have to get rid of you. Yeah. I imagine from their perspective, it was probably more of like a, this is going to look bad on us as a business if we don't do something. So the only thing we can do is fire you. And sorry if you maybe, you know, you didn't even, you didn't do anything, like you didn't, do the right thing but you also didn't do anything majorly wrong but we still can't have you as part of our like team because it ultimately looked bad on us yeah yeah i agree especially because he was in like work uniform like you said it it does look bad on the company as well and so they, they probably more did it out of the fact that it's detrimental to their company as opposed to to stop Asian hate kind of thing but yeah. then again it also is a power move to say we do support mm. Asian Americans who are being uh, racially attacked um, so. I think as well there's like a massive people are mainly focusing on this Asian hate in America but I don't think it's exclusive to America yeah. I mean there was that it just seems to be like, the only place that I've ever seen it like you, don't, yeah, you haven't no, heard I, any yeah. of it about in England or anything like I've only ever seen it from American influencers well there was that Southampton University lecturer who was on a an Asian man and he was on a jog and he got attacked oh really yeah like it's definitely I think people are so focused on ignoring the fact that it's like they want to believe that it's not happening where they live but ultimately it's the focus shouldn't just be on America because it's not only in america where it's happening it's like last year all over again with um, black lives matters like everyone was saying oh it's not in england but it very clear clearly is and um and there is loads of evidence to suggest otherwise as well so um i mean it's just it's just vile i've got i've got the article the bbc news article in it the first thing it says is that an elderly thai immigrant dies after being shoved to the ground and yeah the face and slapped and then set on fire like it's just mm. you can't fathom that like treatment it's just vile yeah and it also like judicial systems can also be blamed like um i'm gonna move on to the next one which i haven't actually wrote down here but um george floyd's court case is currently happening with yeah um, Really? Yeah, so um, the police officer that was on his, like, knelt down on his neck is currently having his court case for or for the murder trial. And um, a doctor, the doctor that tried to save George Floyd's um, life, 
said that it was from lack of breath why he died. So, um, but then the defence attorney has now claimed, so um, the police officer's uh, lawyer has now said that he wasn't actually knelt down on his knee at all. But I'm like, but there's footage of you kneeling yeah. on this man's knee, like, neck. Like, um, so hopefully um, that will come out to say, yeah, you did commit murder and he hopefully is sentenced and stuff. But I mean, I feel like something really important is that um justice is being made yeah and some things are clarified because obviously it's been really it's been really full and difficult for absolutely everyone and then the fact that last year in the middle of the pandemic there was this riot uh going on it was really mad Mm. and it was unimaginable and something that really brought up the community together so having the justice being made now i feel like it's a really massive step forward it's it's really un. Oh, <laughs> he's gone. Um, I won't know his point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's only. It's. I mean, we don't know what the result of this trial is going to be yeah. yet, do we? So we can only if if. Because I imagine his main argument will be that he didn't in like there was no intent to. Yeah. To, to kill him, which will mean that he does he gets off lighter than if he was. That was homicide in America, isn't it? Yeah. But like, I th- I feel like, yeah. Again, there's probably going to be another. Just the kind of cynic in me is like, well, I mean, he's probably going to get off lighter than. Oh yeah. What he should. Be it's like my dad. Charged. My dad made a point about it the other day. Is that if? Oh, your dad's quite. I know. I talk about the news to my dad all the time. Apparently, um, we were talking about it the other day. Um, because he was saying that. And I thought he was being a bit rude about it, but then he actually fully explained himself. Um, he was saying that since um, the whole like George Floyd um, stuff, um, you like a lot of um, adverts on the telly now include black people. Yeah. And like it is being more um, like racially inclusive, and is it racially inclusive? Is that the right term? It's being like people of color of, yeah. of being more inclusive and stuff like that. But he also said like if this case doesn't win, there are going to be even more riots than what there were last mm-hmm. year, and there's going to be even more protests than what there were last year. And obviously, there is no way for um, anyone to appeal against it because you once you're not convicted of murder, you're not convicted of murder. Straightforward, unless there's new evidence. Um, proposed so um and like that kind of ties on to the last news thing like i think it was four days ago um someone crashed into the security barrier at the capitol building in washington dc i don't know where this trial is actually taking place but i know it was because of the george floyd case and unfortunately a police officer was killed and i think another one was badly injured um So it's it's just a shame that people do retaliate in violence. Like no matter what, they're like everyone says that sometimes they're um, peaceful protests, but it's not until something one thing happens and then it just leads to a whole blast of violence yeah. and um, rioting and um, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, damage to buildings and stuff like did you see last year when um there was going to be a protest in new york they literally boarded up all of their stores like how can they and and like even trump towers obviously that was going to be a main hit because obviously trump was president then but i'd like to think that america is now in the hands of someone better like more responsible yeah wants to actually change america for the good make make america great again (laughs) Um, great again yeah so um, i'm assuming that redu's internet's gone because he's he's also on to the word document either um but yeah i think that's everything we wanted to touch on did you want to say anything else 
media it is at uop res life on both facebook and instagram and you can also follow the the radio slash podcasts um social media account on instagram which is at uop res life radio um you can join me and anna next week <laughs> we will be back to monday from uh next week um with the topic is recommendations could be film recommendations, Ooh. book recommendations, university meal recommendations, anything you want to recommend, Anna. Now is your chance. Now is your chance. Um, well, next week is my chance. Well, yeah, next week Not is your right chance. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, join us next week for that. Um, I think we're joined with Ashley, which will be fun. And, Ooh. yeah, that's everything from me. I'm um, sure Radley says bye. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure that he says goodbye. Uh, (laughs) In his words, he'd be like, Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Um, I don't know when the next time Reddy's going to be on. I can't remember. But yeah, um, so goodbye. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye.